Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV podcast. The Custard TV podcast. <laughs> it is Luke, runner and editor of thecustardtv.com, joined by very angry today, Matt and Gary. Matt and Gary, hello. You seem to have turned against me. All right. Yeah, whatever. See what I mean? Get on with the um, podcast. Come on. Okay. Um, this is the Custard TV podcast where we chat about the uh, the latest on the box. We talk about what's coming. What's been on, what's going to be on, and uh, let you know all about everything based on primarily UK television. Um, news first, which I will handle and whiz through. Okay. Uh, then um, Gary will take us through with the reviews. And with an expert eye and a withered hand, Matt will take us through the previews. I should say, there's no confirmation that Matt has a withered hand. Um, <laughs> uh, big news today, as we record this podcast, it was announced today, uh, Ripper Street uh, is being cancelled after two series. I was the only one of the three of us uh, that really enjoyed the show. Um, mm. I can sort of, I sort of understand this. Um, it, I do think it's a bit mean to announce this while the program's on. I yeah, just, that, I that, the timing what... of it was a bit unusual. Didn't yeah. Jerome Flynn go a bit rogue with the announcement? And... I think he may have. He I was think, on um, yeah. LBC. Mm. Ah. Uh, you don't you don't call him Jerome Rogue Flynn for nothing, though, no. no, do they? He um, lives on the edge of Jerome Flynn. That's what he did in Soldier Soldier. Um, yeah, well, but, yeah I think it seemed that he made the announcement, so the BBC then had to confirm it. Whereas, yeah. so he, they'd obviously been told the cast already. Yeah, it, I would. If I was the BBC, I would have played a trick on him. I would have said, "Ah, oh, we've renewed it for series three, but you're not in it. <laughs> you're not in it." Yeah, we yeah. just uh, saying you had to ruin it for everyone. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I think, think it is a shame. The second series probably confused a lot of people. I think mm-hmm. this being on so soon after series one ended. Um, and, and as they you can't said, on a really completely different night, and they can't blame I'm a celebrity because that trounces whatever's on, really. So they well, can't blame that. But all I keep thinking was I went to the set of that in Dublin, and they told us how much the set cost. And you'd think for the money they spent on the set, they'd want at least ten series out of it. Well, yeah, so it's a bit of a shame that set is gone. But neither of you two will miss it, presumably. I'm guessing. Really? No. Yeah. I watched. Um, the, I, watched the, I, I did a, a mat and watched the first episode, but not after that. Well I watched done. about five, five minutes. Yeah, yeah five episodes. Oh, well I, I, I'm uh, more I'm... angry about the next bit of news you're about to read out. Well, and yeah. here it cometh. <laughs> uh, they they 
take with one hand and give with the with the other. The baby take with say, one hand and um, punch with the other. <laughs> to, to, he's good after ten o'clock. He's going. Uh, two two uh, sitcoms back for 2014. Big School with Catherine Tate, David Williams, and uh, Daniel Rigby. And brace yourselves. Put yourselves in the brace position. Oh. Uh, Citizen Khan is back for the third series. A third, now, sorry, all I can Luke, Luke, a third series. Yes, a third series. I literally, I think... literally, Citizen can't believe this. Okay, he's I... good after ten. <laughs> Every podcast from now on, we're going to record after ten at night. Am I funnier after ten? Is that what it is? You are. You you seem to be more on the ball. To be fair, well, it's a relative. It's yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, the second series has been on Friday nights. Do you think perhaps the run-in from from Have I Got News for You and Miranda has helped? I think so, and I, th- I basically I think the BBC are trying so hard to make this a hit. They're trying to have a comedy hit on their hands, like they have with Mrs. Barnes Boys, which we also think is quite poor on this yeah. here podcast. But, I mean, to be fair, not to Citizen Khan, but to the BBC, uh, comedies do, we've said it so many times, they take a while to bed in. Maybe they're thinking Citizen Khan will become hilarious in Series 3. I I'll, beg I'll, I won't. I mean, I didn't mind Big School. I didn't, I didn't watch the yeah, whole of the yeah, first series. Yeah. It had its moments, and I could see why it was there. And obviously, you know, David Williams is, is somebody I that the BBC yeah. want to sort of get... get 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 with as it were, isn't it? You know, they want but, they want him to write stuff. I quite like. Yeah, I can school. understand that. I, I thought it was all right. Yeah. It was a good. I quite of liked it. I think it suffered a little bit by being on around the same time as Bad Education, which was a very similar theme. Because well, that's I the thing. I mean, it, it occupied a much safer um, schedule well, it's, time. It's than, pre watershed, you know. isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't though. It was on at nine. Oh, I thought it was on eight thirty. No, it was nine. But I, mean, it, I, I don't think it mattered. I don't remember anything excessive in it. No. no. Compared uh, to bad education, Williams. obviously, nowhere near as... David Williams is so busy, so, yeah. Uh, better renewal news. Here it comes. Um, Argo, which Matt and I really enjoyed oh, back well, in, I, enjoyed I think, it. April. Oh, did you? I forgot yeah. that, Gary, because you've done off and watched um, telly. The girl out of EastEnders in it, being a soldier. The anchor's in it, it yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Lacey Turner oh, will yeah. be back for a f- <laughs> five part series. <laughs> it will be uh, for a five it, part it. series. Yeah, yeah. He, what we should say is he's good between ten o one and ten o ten. Ten o ten. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Where, where is the about about ten eleven? Ten o eleven. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> our girl, uh, which started life as a one hour ninety minute one off, has uh, since been given a five part series. A long time after the first one, but I I don't understand how that really works. It is good news. Uh, Matt and I had the same opinions on this. We just hope it stays true mm. to its more grittier roots and doesn't get too overly softy. sentimental. Yeah. yeah. It's not like because you know army things they can be so soppy. Yeah, so soppy was ultimate is force. Find a good running storyline through the five episodes yeah. Yeah. to find something that yeah. holds each episode together. Because yeah. there were moments in the Our Girl episode, you know, we said at the beginning we didn't like the character at the beginning. She became more likable as the episodes went on. Oh yeah, went yeah. On. the the script was very good because yeah. the exchanges well, between these characters felt very natural. Her, her relationship with their parents, I suppose, they could explore that because they yeah, weren't but talking. The, the outline, and it's only a very rough outline at this point, is that um, it's going to follow her first year as an army medic 
on the front line. Well, that's the thing. I think um, one of the things that will make it good is sending her to Afghanistan, Iraq, yeah. somewhere where you know you can build in that storyline of being on the front line along with the stuff going on back home. Yeah. So that is that is a bit of good news in a world where commissioners have gone a bit mad. Uh, also announced uh, Charlotte Moore, um, controller of BBC One, basically did a big thing at BAFTA, which is why. All these commissioning stuff is out. Uh, new sitcom, Grey Mates, which sounds like the BBC One's version of Vicious. We don't need to discuss that too much. No. And Behind KFC, which sounds like the BBC's attempt at the fried chicken or, shop. Or Gary's but Saturday Night. But, 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 yeah. <laughs> what, is uh, it just going to be Gary stood behind the, the KFC? It's embracing uh, corporate sponsorship at last. You know, not even yeah. behind the chicken shop. They've even gone for KFC. Well, they even say, like, other chicken shops are available. Well, well they, they have didn't to say Iceland, that. Did they? they didn't get other True. freezer... What about farm food, Luke? What about farm food? I know. So many questions, Matt. So many questions. <laughs> um, this is peculiar. I, I, I know this piece of news, but I don't... Oh, no, I've skipped one. Sorry, I'll, I'll stick to the script. Uh, Big Celebrity Big Brother is to relaunch itself for a... I don't even know what number series we're on. It sounds like the sort of like thing Matt would know. 20 squillion. Uh, I told you. Uh, uh, that is to launch on January... 15 or 16 off the top of my head, but I can't be sure. That is to launch on January 3rd. Is there anyone at this point that you think I would watch it if... Well, the rumour... So do you it? want me to shoot you with some rumours? Shoot you with Go Don't shoot me, I'm um, Katie Hopkins was one. Yeah. Um, Nancy Delolio. She'll get out early. Nancy Delalio was another, and there is a rumour that, because um, a couple of series ago he got arrested just beforehand, Jim Davidson might be doing it this time. Ah, uh, what a line-up. <laughs> <laughs> what they should do is lock them all in a house, but don't film it. Yeah. And there'll, be some, there'll probably be someone from TOWIE and someone from Geordie Shore. Well, the one I've heard with TOWIE is the one, the one, is it Lucy, that now he's married to somebody or something? Is she married to... Oh, I don't the know. One no one the one that's married to Professor Green or something. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Is anyone else just bamboozled? <laughs> Why, Gary knows well, no, no name. No, 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 no. <laughs> Gary thinks he's talking about The Only Way is Essex and he's actually oh, talking sorry. about Chelsea. So we'll <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I, I thought I had a mini-stroke then for a minute. That but was anyway, bizarre. I've, I've, I, you know, I've heard the same rumours. I'm beginning to think now that the, the, the problem with Celeb Big Brother is that it's just... I, it doesn't feel special anymore. It feels full. Your mate Ian Channel Lee's on it full time about now. About seven a year. That's why. I know. No, Ian, Ian, my mate Ian Lee's doing the psychology program on a Sunday night. Oh, or okay. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting. Yeah. Him and Carol McGiffin, isn't it? Those two. Yeah. Bizarre. Well, <laughs> one of them's going to have to be sober. He's done radio shows with uh, Carol McGiffin yeah. before, so. And they that's all he's done with Carol McGiffin. Well, well yes. we don't have that proved. Uh, moving night, a little bit. A bit forward, Sherlock, there's going to be a full uh, first episode of Series 3 on New Year's Day. But before that, we get a mini-episode on the red button uh, for Christmas. That's all we know about this at now, this point. Why, um, why the red button? What, what is the BBC's point with this red button only? I don't know. Why not just... I've not... At Christmas and they don't want to lose I've it. not really uh, discovered it. I've only been here just over a year. I've not really falling in love with the red button yet. I've not got no. to know it overly well. Do people press it often? Well, I, I, I use the smart TV option, so I don't use the red I button. Don't, I don't know that um, 
Luke, I know you, Luke, you're a bit of an EastEnders fan. They did have several mini EastEnders episodes on there. Yeah. Uh, my friend Andrew was particularly fond of Phil on Remand. Sounds like a classic. Sounds like a Partridge show. Phil on Remand. Yeah. Monkey tennis. Sounds like, sound like something Gordon Ramsay would probably like to be involved in as well. And, and, okay. And if you Allegedly. could watch it whenever you want, it was Phil on Remand on Demand. <sighs> Anyway, just let anyway, that soak over better, you, people. Yeah. Just let it soak over you. It's very late, but that's no excuse. Um, uh, Channel 4, their best thing on at Christmas, in my view, is the return of Educating Yorkshire. However, what they are promoting heavily, heavier, is... <laughs> heavier. I didn't even more drink heavier. at the... I didn't even drink at the party I've just been to. Um, more more heavier. It, no, I didn't pay either. No. The old, I forgot the card. Oh, I forgot. I don't carry cash. No, I didn't have any cash. I'm not the queen. Yeah. <laughs> well, she doesn't um, have cash. She just has to do a drawing of herself. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have that. <laughs> oh my god. Let me book carry every night at this time. <laughs> it's because I'm tired. <laughs> it's brilliant. You, you won't get best with your starved of <laughs> anything. Starved of sleep and presumably oxygen as well. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but what they are promoting heavily is um, the IT Cloud Night. It's going to be on a Christmas Eve. It features that last show which we saw earlier in the autumn, a behind-the-scenes documentary, and Graham Linehan's favourite episodes. Um, there weren't even that many, so... No. You know, and and Luke, now, did you not say yeah. that they should have done the IT Crowd over Christmas? I did! And Why? I mean, if, especially if you're going to do a night of it, put the last one on as a bit of a, you know... Oh, this was the thing. Why not put the last one on on Christmas? But I don't know. It, what else goes on on Christmas Eve television? There's not really... There'll be a film. There'll be... I mean, even carols and stuff will be on late, you know, because they don't normally put that on Boardman, late. What else would it... Smiley... No, sorry. What else, yeah, what all else the carols. Would it on? Yeah, they seem to be know. doing this year on the on Channel Four are doing like nights of where they're just showing all of their comedy sort of back to back. Lazy. There's a there's a night of just people a series of peep show back to back. There's a night of in between us back to back. There's a night of Father Ted back to back. Um, when I say night, I mean they're starting about eleven sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're just basically putting a tape on, is yeah, all they're doing. Yeah. And they're, but, uh, but this IT crowd thing, it is it isn't on Christmas Eve, is it New Year's Eve? You said Christmas, I it was Christmas Eve. Eve. Oh, did no. I say Christmas Eve? I don't know, Matt. It's still it's late. No. Um, Christmas Day listings. There's not a lot to talk about. It's sort of things what we were ex- <laughs> what we were. Ex- I can't talk on a night time. What we was expecting. What we was expecting. Um, yeah. Mrs. Brown's Boys is taking centre stage on Christmas yeah, night. Yeah, Christmas that night on BBC One is Strictly Kill the Midwife, Doctor Who, EastEnders, Mrs. Brown. Um, whereas ITV are going for um, for the love of dogs. They're, break, they're breaking the Curry mold Downton. with them. Yeah, and then Channel 4 aren't even trying. But the listings will be up Channel properly. Channel 4 are doing something with Bear Grylls and Stephen Fry. Yeah, and, putting and bear on a grill. Bear grill, bear grill, Stephen Fry. That's an interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another partridge show that is not. It's yet not, not going to be very interesting. I think Stephen Fry yeah. will win that argument. 
Yeah, I think you will. <laughs> um, so that that's that, and we will put the full listings up on the TV.com And before that, if you want Matt's views on some of the uh, big things this Christmas, you can read the article now at that there website. News done. Reviews cometh forward. Ha ha! It is Christmas Eve where the IT crowd is. No, I said reviews, on not Tuesday, smugness. December 24th, from 9pm till midnight. How do we know that won't be New Year's Eve, though, this year? They're always changing it on us. They are, yeah. That's, that's I've got down here people. Channel 4 Christmas listings. Christmas Eve well, is 9 o'clock to 11.05. His Funniest Moments 2013. Um, well, they should get through that quite they, quickly. They, they, and then Spy. they were the ones hmm? that put it out the news story app, so oh, contact oh, them. You're getting this from Digital Spy. Yeah, but no, it's not like I got it from Wikipedia or something. <laughs> he got it from Facebook. I got, I got it from MySpace. Um, right, moving on to <laughs> KFC. He got it from Napster. <laughs> and then Metallica Conversation. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. moving on to the review section, which is ably assisted oh, by Oh, haven't me. we done that yet? Right. Okay. Uh, first up, uh, we haven't really talked about this since it first started, but I've now finished, and I don't know whether you guys have, the, the last episode of Toast of London. Um, which to me was a rather surprisingly good, surprisingly good comedy on Channel Four. Uh, I tell you the thing with that is that it was put on at such a bizarre time. Yeah. I think it deserved. Yeah, I it deserved Fox, to be on. As you say, I had to, you know, I had to go to bed and stuff. I, I think I watched every episode on catch up. I don't think I watched a single episode live. <laughs> what happened there? Sorry, it was a bit of a, it's, you know, it's a late night show. I just hiccuped. No, all right. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> just um, checking you weren't having a mini stroke. For someone who thought Matt Berry was rather annoying, actually, I kind of liked him in this show. It, it got a little rude in some places, but the running joke of "Hello, yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango." Uh, actually began to make a lot of sense towards the end and the bond I don't know you haven't seen the last one have you Matt I haven't no they they did or Luke they did a sort of a bond homage in the last one that was rather good again Um, and the singing was okay I mean it was it was a mishmash of things but actually I'd be quite happy if this came back for a second series I, I don't know I don't understand why they put it on so late Really, I don't think it deserves. Well, I think some, on a some Sunday. of the content was a little bit, you know, later than you would expect. Certainly at nine o'clock, this probably would have felt a little bit near to the bone. But are you saying it was perhaps a little risque? Possibly, but so we shall have to see. Um, also, again, we never really mentioned this, but the, the E4's kind of uh, girl version of the in between <laughs> drifters. Um, did you, did any of you watch any of that? I saw the first two. <laughs> oh, a step up on normal. Yeah, but it was uh, a double bill. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I lasted till episode four before I decided my life needed other things in it. What but I actually, thought, again, go on, you go. Well, again, it, this wasn't bad, actually. There were some funny moments. Again, it was ruder than I expected, but... Did you watch it, Luke? Oh, <laughs> I didn't. I have to be honest. I drifted away just yeah, yeah. talking um, about it. What I yeah. thought was, I liked the, I like what was the name of the common girl in it? There was one who was. Hang on, oh. who are you asking about names here? Drifters. Uh, Laura, the Laura, one. Laura. The blonde from one yeah. from something. The northern one. That's it. Well, they're all um, northern. Oh, the equivalent of you on this podcast. Yeah. The yeah. most northern. Right. Uh, she, her character, I quite liked. I thought it was funny, but the situations didn't ring true for me. Bunny. One of them was called Bunny. 
There you are. <laughs> is that as in, <laughs> as in uh, put the bunny in the box? I don't know. Um, so, Nobody yeah, put the bunny in the corner. So be and I, I did read that the DVD is out now, so Channel 4 rushing okay. that one through. And you're going to buy it, are you? I just thought you were writing about biscuits then. I oh, did, I, I was know. thinking I want a time out. <laughs> you can have a, a time out. Take one now while we talk about uh, uh, reality television. Um, the Strictly Come Dancing Celebrity X Factor Triumvirate oh, nice. at the moment. Alex <laughs> Annex. And um, Jesus Christ, Superstar. Obviously, Luke loves the dancing, the singing, and the eating of bugs. Uh, so, Matt, I do you, like two why of don't the you three. Take us I have to what be happened on, on Celebrity. Uh, I'm a celebrity recently. Have you been watching? Celebr- I love I'm a celebrity. celebrity you are celebrity. Get me out. <laughs> yeah, it's really changed since they brought celebrities into the mix. <laughs> I'm a celebrity. Get my agent on the phone now. Um, yeah. I, I have to say, and I think we should talk about this properly. There's been an an element which we've seen a lot on reality shows over the years uh, of sort of there's a bullying element to this series. I've not seen tonight's episode. I will go and watch that shortly. But it's funny how this happens a lot on reality telly, specifically to and with celebrities. It's it's just well, everyone odd. has celebrities have an inflated sort of sense of themselves, don't they? And I mean, they've got this Amy in there. And an old Big Mo, wasn't she, the other day with the... Did you know who Thanks. Amy was? Did you? Did yeah. you know who Amy yeah. was? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But it was... It, it is quite... It, it's it's strangely compelling and strangely awkward, but if isn't you, it? But if is you it? think about it, there, are, there were things that were being said, but, I mean, you've got to think about how the sort of... The period of days that this is being filmed on and this is all that's happening. It's mm. not... I mean, I don't think it's bullying or as sort of almost like jealousy in terms of yeah. in terms of Amy, uh, because it's funny she yeah. is she's the sort you know the one they've hired to be the 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 um, bit of the eye candy you know in the in the shower and everything. Yeah, but yeah. Um, like she's intelligent as well. Whereas a lot of the ones they've hired to do that have been quite like Helen Flanagan, for example. Um, oh. Well, did I read she's going back in at some point? That was a rumor at one stage. I don't think that I will think happen now. Not, I think she's gone back in on the on the you know the sister show. ITV two. Oh, yeah. Show. They had some pictures of her doing one of the trials, uh, the one that Big Mo did, where she had the crocodile on her. Um, <laughs> I just wanted as well to to say that I think these shows can can really help your career if you're a celebrity. They can also, in the case of uh, Emma Dow's Lucy Pargita really damage mm. it. Yeah, I I've, think. I've noticed and, a uh, lot of hate on Twitter for her, and and yeah. and I, 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 it seems. I mean, I've not watched this series. I, I'm not a big. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe with LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West. Close to perfect. Far from normal. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm a celebrity fan. Uh, I've watched a few. Se- I've watched the odd episode of a few series. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she says... And Joey, there seems to be a Joey Essex backlash, then love, then backlash, and was was dating. Yeah, I, I, I've gone backwards and forwards. Yeah, I've gone backwards and forwards. But he's undecided on whether he's putting it on. You know, he doesn't know how to wash himself or something. Well, he is putting it on. Um, but yeah, my, my thing is. with him is everyone, all the other men uh, are obviously growing sort of sprouting facial hair as they haven't shaved. Joey, meanwhile, remains clean shaven and his hair is always preened, doesn't it? He's the only yeah, one. Yeah, makes you wonder. But I'm certain, and I'll say this on the podcast now, I'm certain he's going to win it. I'm almost certain of that. I would like, so, and I know I've said this to you as well, I would like Rebecca Adlington to win it. Just oh, I would like her to yeah. win it. Yeah. That seems to have been another rumour that I've heard is that her her involvement in the show has been brought in, into question because especially early on there was she wasn't doing tasks even though she was nominated or something or yeah they, they kept took her saying out of nomination. That they couldn't reasons. do it they couldn't do it due to medical Rebecca's reasons they ruled out of this trial on medical reasons and that's usually for yeah, yeah but then she did do yeah. a trial after all after the ones that she yeah. was ruled out she did do a trial and i think she sort of turned Ooh. people around doesn't she she just comes across out of all of them Maybe with the exception of Steve Davis, is just quite down to earth and just quite like normal. Well, at one point, I thought Steve, when I saw the list of names, I thought Steve Davis was a shoe in for winning it. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. those to me, they're the only two I haven't sort of taken sides on this sort of, you know, the bullying thing, and they've sort of tried to, you know, they've stayed quite neutral stayed and quite nice, neutral, they? Yeah. and you know, Rebecca was trying to sort of extend the olive, olive branch between. Lucy and Amy, wasn't she? And I just think, and as we as we always say every year as well, held together superbly, and well, yeah. what seems to be effortlessly. No backlash about Ant and Deck. Um, uh, but never. Moving on very quickly, the ratings for that have obviously been, you know, extremely good. I I I, see, I, I think that ITV will be renewing this, won't they? Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, what I would say about it is that you know. You, if you sort of get home from work or something and you just want something, it just entertains you for that hour. It is it? really entertaining. It just, yeah, I mean, it is. And it doesn't outstay its welcome. It's only on for three weeks. One thing I haven't liked about this And it doesn't take year, itself yeah, too seriously. Is that, they've ta- is that they've waited longer to start eliminating people. I don't understand why they've done that. Oh, have they? Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know. That's why they did, like, last night they did a double elimination and they're going to have to probably do another oh. double elimination because... I think it's because they've started it later and, and they don't want to interfere. No, I don't know, because no, it's, it's usually in the middle of the second week, so it would have started, like, Wednesday normally and it started Sunday, so... But mm. well, I do think it's, it is... Of, of the format, it is one of the... It, well, it is the best one of the sort of yeah. format because it doesn't take itself seriously. No, no, no. Yeah, not, a cl- not a classic year, though, this year. No. No. Very quickly... Not a uh, vintage. Very quickly, Strictly uh, was a musicals weekend. Mark Benton was voted out. Yeah, uh, and we saw time. our first. Yeah, and we saw our first perfect score as well. The first 40 uh, was, was up, so that's progressing along very quickly. Uh, um, X Factor... Abby, Abby Clancy, wasn't it, and her weird... Yeah, Ali Ash. I remember okay. that, mate. With the, oh, uh, my God. With the, weird, with the weird death eyes. 
Well, to be fair, you hear if you watch the program, you hear it every week, twice a week. So, uh, X Factor uh, was there a theme this week, or they just did two songs or something? No, it was jukebox. jukebox. The public chose. That's public not a theme. Public chose one song, and they chose the other based on their musical hero, apparently. Great. Mm. Uh, who was voted off? Because I must admit, I didn't watch it. Tamira, Tamara, Tamara. Tamira Foster, who can't remember her words. Right, well, okay. She, no, she can now, because she had a psychotherapist, hypnotherapist. Company. Oh, yes, sorry, no, yeah. yes. Um, but Once my, they have of, a psychotherapist. Of, of, of this weekend, I would say that, uh, for me, Luke was the best. and, and yet ended Oh, up by in, far. And I didn't even try that hard. Ended up in the, <laughs> yeah. in the bottom I'm two. surprised they've let you in the contest this late, but... Uh... Well, <laughs> obviously Simon. No, I don't I'm talking about... here, of course, about Luke Friend, the. Uh, oh, you did not friend. make that that's, that's clear, and, my and, friend. And uh, and as the, as someone said on uh, hilariously on Twitter, they took it to dreadlock. Oh, oh classic comedy. Classic comedy. Block that person, Matthew. Block. That. <laughs> uh, two shows over the weekend on Channel Four, which caught my eye. And I don't know whether either of you watched these. First off, was the excellently Charlie Brookard uh, look on video games, how video games changed the world, which was on Saturday night. This was a countdown of the top twenty-five most influential games, and a kind of like a historical look back over how video games have changed the UK market. Indeed, did either of you catch this? I have to say, I, I like. I but do then, like Charlie then again, Brooker, I'm not a uh, video gamer. But so. yeah, right. I'm, I'm the same as Luke. I, I, I've never been a fan of video games. Oh, there was Tetris in there? Tetris was definitely in there. Um, oh, might watch it then. That's good. <laughs> uh, Sonic was I, Sonic in there? There was plenty of your normal Charlie Brooker issues. You know, at the end, he told you to go away. He's grumpy persona. So Luke earlier. Well, that's right. His grumpy persona is pretty much what carries the show. The look back on the video games, yeah, if you're not that into video games, probably not going to be of interest, but if you, like me, have a passing interest or used to have a much more interest in video games, this is a great show. And then on Sunday night, um, the rock excesses, and I can't remember what the strap line was. There was something to do with whips and chains and something. Oh, Gary, I it's obviously well, late. late night, so it's like this on Man yeah. and Motors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Granada Men and Motors. Uh, Men and Motors 2, or whatever it was. Uh, th- this was a programme that's supposed to be fronted by um, Alice Cooper, but really he was just one of the talking heads, and it talked about, again, the lineage of from the 60s into the 70s, 80s, and up to date, uh, about rock and the, the sort of, like, the stories. So there were the infamous stories about, you know, Ozzy Osbourne, Led Zeppelin, things they got up to. Again, this was quite good. Um, the sort of programme that, again, we've been saying that Channel 4 should be doing more of, where they actually put a bit of historical context mm-hmm. into programmes. You know, this is the sort of thing that you usually would see on BBC4, and Channel 4 should be they doing this. They used to do those. Do you remember they used to do top ten lists? Do you remember that yeah. one? Uh, like, music this, top tens. Well, that's right. This was very similar. Yeah. These programmes had that similarity. Like, of, Stadium Rock was one I remember, and they did yeah, that right. one, and... One hit wonders, I think they did one week. That's... I'm going to watch that. I wasn't going to watch it, but I'm, a, I, I'm almost into it. I think it was it, it, it mixed in the kind of like so there was a lot of stories from people, but also there was lots of clips of of, of bands playing live. So there was quite a lot of unique footage as well. Um, last Thursday on BBC Two was a one-off drama, uh, a spy drama called Legacy. Now I've watched this. I don't know whether either of you two have. I, Matt, I, I sent to the screen. Yes, I've seen it. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll briefly talk about this. I don't want to go too much into plot because I think, think the more you go into a plot with a thing like this, yeah, there I just is want a to review say... up on the website if you right. if you're interested. Yeah, 
This was slow. (laughs) Well, I I think it was slow but deliberate. I liked liked the music in it. I really liked the silence. They played the X Factor theme a couple of times, didn't they? Yeah. And that bloke. He's behind you! Um, <laughs> I, I liked the twists which any spy drama is based on. I, I thought this was quite a good one-off. And again, I'd be interested to see whether the BBC do pick this up and look at the characters. Um, the woman out of the hour whose first name is Romola oh. or something. Yeah. Garros. Romola Gary. Roland yeah. Garros. Very, very close. Very close. Very close. <laughs> but She's no in this. Um, so I, lot- I, I, I have to disagree to an extent. I don't. I think she was underutilized. I think she was there, sort of a function of role rather than anything. Like she didn't seem to have her own identity. Really, she was love interest, and that's what I thought. I mean, it's a bit more character. than, that, but we can we can agree to disagree on that one. There was there was a bit more tension, you know. She was a married woman, and I think you've got to remember the timing that it was set in. You know, it still would have been a a very big taboo for a married woman to have an affair in the sixties. So, even, so in, much even in nineteen seventy two, that's what everyone. Was not, it's close. Yeah, <laughs> but but especially in the sixties. <laughs> so um, that's the last show that I've watched of the list. So I'm now going to yeah. list the shows to allow Matt and Luke to to splurge themselves. We should mention uh, Andrew Scott's awesome Russian accent, which I thought was really, really good. Moriarty. Right, first of all, uh, Channel... First of all. First of all. Now, I don't know on, but this was Liberty of London. This is a, a documentary behind the workings of the shop Liberty. Oh, very good. Yes, uh, Channel yeah. Four. This was on. Channel this is Four. You're better there, when yeah. you don't know what things what yeah. things are. Then you, well, you're right. To be fair, the title pretty much gave it away. Could be about someone called Liberty who lives in London. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Um, or moving the statue of Liberty to London. I don't think. Oh yeah, saw this, did you? I haven't seen it. It's on. The, it's on the back burner. I will watch it. Uh, all I all I will say is it could go. It's one of those shows that. I think could go either way. It could be quite good or it could be quite twee and quite... What I will say, <laughs> as I'm the only one of us who've seen it, is that it's another one of these sort of Channel 4, um, you know, fly-on-the-wall type things. It's following the this American guy who's taken charge of the store that used to be obviously a family-owned business, Liberties, um, and he's trying to sort of renovate it. But the thing is, there's just so much going on at once. They need to sort of focus on one or two different stories and tell them well. That's that was the problem I had with it, but the camera work was amazing, and the um, the panoramic views of the shops were were really really good. Right, Liberty of London. We were going to talk <laughs> about the last Tangs are in Halifax, but before my very eyes, well, I've seen the third visited. one. Uh, <laughs> I so seen, we'll move on. I've seen the third one. I didn't want. And talk about the BBC Three comedy, him and her. Which, uh, I mean, me and Luke are still oh, very much enjoying, aren't we, him and Still him? very much enjoying. Uh, Gary, is there, is there a reason you don't watch this? It's not your sort of comedy? Or I don't, no, I think I missed out. It? I don't think I started it. And now the impression I get is that part of the joy of it is the character development over the series. I mean, you, I meant, heard the podcast you did without me about two episodes ago, and you mentioned... Oh, that was a good one, wasn't it? Certain characters have been low-level in some episodes, and therefore I get the impression that starting now... I don't know if you if he would start just watching this the wedding thing, would he... I don't know if, if you'd get... Uh, it's hard to tell, isn't it, when you watch something yeah. for that long? It's hard to tell whether you like it because you watched it for so long or because it's... 
Really yeah, good. If, but I, it... if I see it up on Netflix or something, then I'll probably do yeah, it. Yeah, it is, it is good. And I just, but it is yeah. the sort of comedy that Matt and I have found we really enjoy. It's very subtle, it's very human, mm. it's very I mean, relatable. They, they do so well just getting a laugh from reaction shots on him and her. That's one of yeah. the things they do so well, isn't it? They just pan And the that cam- recurring gag that you that you spoke of, yeah. which was the door, just thing in the door in, in the hotel the room, hotel. was just... Just brilliant. I mean, it, it, it's one of the most annoyingly underrated shows, which is why we and talk about be- it so frequently. I can't believe here. like four series have gone by, and, and you know, you'd ask the, and the same thing happened with Getting On as well. You ask the average person, they never heard of it. And this, and as you said, it's a little bit of a hidden gem by the sounds of it. Yeah, this one. and as you yeah, said, yeah, I don't understand the, how you, it can be. Said last week as well, they keep moving it around the flipping schedules as well, which is it's unusual. Weird, but yeah, mm. please, please. Right. It is the last series. We know it's the last series, annoyingly. But it is certainly going out with a bang. I, I reckon only... they could maybe bring it back for like a Christmas or some a, a one-off sort of thing. But I, I reckon, yeah, this would be the last series, won't it? Because old uh, yeah. Russell Tobey... Well, Russell Tobey's heading off to America, isn't he, now to do his... Yeah. Let's go over there. Talking it's of someone him else who's heading to America. Do you see the link here? Do you see the link? Oh, uh, look the, at you go. The Jack Whitehall-inspired Fresh Meat, or starring Jack Whitehall. I don't know if he inspired <laughs> it. I don't know. He did inspire it, uh, no. How, how is this going? This is now the third or the fourth series? Third series. Third series. Third. Yeah. Uh, again, a lot of people rave about this show. They go manic over it. I see a lot of love for it on Twitter, particularly when it's on. You know, you see a lot of trending topics and things like that. So, uh, is this third series living up to the promise of the previous two? Yes. Initially, I'd say no. I think I said no. Uh, yeah, I initially. think we. I think the issue with it was that they sort of built a lot of stuff up, hadn't they, in the first episode of series three? What with, you know, them trying to put more hurdles in the way of Josie and Kingsley getting together, you know, Vod getting married to the Spaniard, all that, and then once they sort of got rid of that, episodes of four and five have just been utterly brilliant. I thought, you know. Um, Howard's fight, uh, the stuff with Vod's mum. There's just there was so many good things. Not only have they been good, but they've been moving, mm. and they've had they've had a point to them. They've had something to say, and they've got a message mm. in there. And even Jack Whitehall made his character sympathetic in the thing. It, it is brilliant. I know it's not for everyone. I know there's a certain amount of. Uh, there's a definite demographic for this, but the demographic for this love it. So, what does are it matter? Are we in the demographic, you know, Luke? I didn't think we were ever. I don't know. We are. You're at I the think broad end of the demographic, aren't you? Yeah, it's hard to tell. It's hard it, to really? tell. Uh, I think before... it's just if you like something, you like something, really. That's profound. I know. Oh, I know. That's, somebody write that down. That's profound. If you like something, I know. You like... we, that is that should be on tea towels across the country. It, it probably will be by this time tomorrow. Uh, before <laughs> I hand over to uh, our northern colleague, I'd, I'll just give him ten seconds to come put another ten pence in the meter, uh, so that he can keep his internet working. Uh, as I present to you, uh, Mr. Northern Matthew Donnelly in the previews. Hello, and I'd just like to uh, start this... I love how Matt says hello every time. Oh, no, He's you, been you here the whole yourself. time. Hello. I'd just like to start these previews with a, a brief apology to Digital Spy and to Gary, because uh. Channel 4 are actually showing the IT crowd thing on Christmas Eve. So. Uh, in your face. In ah. your face. I think stop the podcast there, <laughs> No, I, Gary, yeah, I agree. It? There's no need to do another Good night, people. Again. Good night. It ends on a high. Yeah. And now over to Matt. Hello. 
Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> he can't help it. He's got, <laughs> he's got podcast Tourette's. He really has. He can't help it. This is just because you've been listening back to the old, the old podcast, yeah. isn't it, Luke? Okay. And uh, sorry, we we'll hand over to Matt. Right. Oh. Previews. Uh, oh, we didn't. <laughs> what a disappointment! Oh, got, you, got you. Right. The audience tomorrow night, uh, ten o'clock on More Four. This is a. Second series of a program that started on Channel 4, so it's obviously had a demotion, where um, 50 people follow around someone for a few days to help them solve a moral dilemma. I've watched the first episode of Series 2, and it's a bit blah, so yeah. Maybe My out. moral dilemma would be whether I watch the audience or not. Well, what are they, are they there? Are they, They're going to be here tomorrow, oh, okay. that's the problem. We've got an audience, don't you? I do. They, <laughs> you don't. The, the audience... Yeah. Um, moving on to uh, Saturday, seven fifteen on Channel Four. The um, it's a I think this is a feature length film, isn't it, about the life of Stephen Hawking? Uh, brief yes. history of time uh, will be on. Which, which for the uninformed is a play on his book, The Brief History of Time. Oh, oh Gary, I got you that for Christmas and all. Well, uh, I bought you the uh, interpretive dance version. Uh, <laughs> I look forward to that. I bought, the, I bought uh, you both the speak and spell version. Hello, everyone. My <laughs> name is Stephen Hawking. That's very bad taste, yep. but brilliant but nevertheless. I'm, sorry, mine wasn't. Northern, we put that down to the, the Northern. Chair, can't he? Yeah, I suppose. He can dance if he wants to. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, a programme that neither Luke or Gary will be on by the sounds of their singing. The Royal Variety Performance, Monday 7.30. Um, obviously uh, hosted this year by John Bishop and featuring Attraction. Who won yes. Oh, I'd forgotten year. about that. <laughs> I'd completely, genuinely forgotten about it. Um, well, it was taped about a week ago, so... Yeah, and, and some others, I can't remember who's on this. It was all on Sam Bailey's VT, wasn't it, on the... Yeah. Prince I think Charles. Lionel Richie, Lionel Richie, maybe. This anyway. your friend. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, ITV, Hello. Uh, Wednesday, 9pm, the first of a two-parter um, drama about Lord Lucan. Uh, imaginatively titled Lucan. Uh, this will star uh, Rory Kinnear as the uh, famously uh, disappearing uh, high society gentleman. And also Christopher Eccleston, I believe, is in this as well. Um, there was a bit of furore because Christopher Eccleston allegedly joined Twitter this week, but didn't. Okay. Uh, Thursday night, uh, uh, this is next Thursday, Channel 4... Um, the British Comedy Awards are on at 9 o'clock. Um, there's a full list of nominations up on thecustardtv.com, including... Him uh, and her, Luke so- Rowley, forgotten again. Sorry? Sorry? Him and her, forgotten again. Yeah. Um, but getting on, bizarrely, in there. Yeah. So maybe that next year... two years ago now. No, hmm? it wasn't. What a lie. I was yeah. thinking him and her getting on was two years ago. I'm wrong. Move on. Move on. Um, and finally... Well, that wasn't nominated either. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Friday, nine o'clock. Next Friday at nine o'clock, the twelfth. We might be back by then. We don't know. Uh, is Darren Brown the Great Art Robbery, which uh, involves Darren Brown robbing some art? I'm guessing, and it'll be great. Uh, it, okay. It's, old, it, it's with old. It's with old people, and apparently he tells the bloke that he's going to. Oh, he doesn't steal time. old people again. You don't, no, he gets old people to steal the art. 
That's genius. I know. Because people I'll love old, get old I'll have people to get me nan do... out of the home now to do that. <laughs> I'd say we get old people to do this podcast, but Gary pushes the demographic <laughs> up quite a bit as it is. Classic. I raise the, I raise, I'm what you'll call raise the class of the show, you know. You, you raise the average yeah, age group. that's not hard with me bit. on the show. True. No. Uh, if you want to get in touch with either of us, because Gary is old, but he does have a computer in the home, uh, it, I, I'm at Luke Weston TV. It's his own home, not a care home. <laughs> you there don't is, need there to is a sign-up list for it, so he has to sort yeah. of... Uh... I get meals on wheels, but I call it takeaway. He, get, he gets the computer I Monday, and Wednesday, seat. Friday at 2 o'clock. As long as I behave. Um, yeah. Uh, Matt is at Matt's TV Bites. Gary is at The Gary Show. Uh, we will be back soon, not only with a brand new podcast, but with our views on the best of what 2013 had to offer. I am also putting together, it may sound like the world's biggest oxymoron, but I am putting together the best of the Custard TV podcast oh, over yeah. the last 12 months Ooh. as well. I am. Did you say it was four yeah. minutes long? Yeah. At the moment, it's now <laughs> nine minutes long. Nine it's minutes nine long. minutes long. <laughs> but I'm, I'm only I'm in on. March. You are on it, if oh, only to... Yeah, you are on it going, that, that person out of, um, <laughs> oh, well, you know. Um... There was that time that I, <laughs> I called someone out of Silk, a, a, a serial killer's girl. That wasn't so, this year, like, sadly. That, was, that, that wasn't, wasn't this year. year. That was that no, was yeah. the year before. But, I, do, I, wasn't, I wasn't here then. That, that was, was if I was putting together a podcast of Gary's best faux pas. Well, yeah. That would go. That would Gary's be about an hour. Gary's favourite bloomers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gary's KFC bloomers. Put in my cupboard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. It, also, you can follow, as I say, follow us all on Twitter. Get in touch with us and like us on the old Facebooky thing that people still use. Facebook.com forward slash the custard TV, and of course, visit the website thecustardtv.com. Bye, Gary. Bye, Luke. Bye, Matt. Goodbye, Luke and Gary. Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.